pump is primed. Are you ready, Scott? I'm ready. Another sip of our liquor before we begin? Might as well. Ah, another holiday season. Mm. That's warm, Scott. Scott can't talk. <laughs> He's already red-faced. Oh, it's, it's nice. What, are you looking to see if it's recording? No. We wouldn't, wouldn't be able to tell anyways. That's, that's why I was testing him. Little drink, little hit of the vape. Yep. Okay, are you ready? It's been recording. Okay. Do we need to do music or are we going to write? I don't know. It? Are we going to, how we, we oh, want to okay. do the music? Yeah. Yeah, well. Are we can go back to old school. Well, oh my God, we haven't did this in a long time. We haven't. Cued up music after teaser. Yeah. Yep. So music after teaser. Music that's... after teaser. Okay, do a countdown. <coughs> Clear your throats. <laughs> Clear your nose. You're gonna pass gas. Do it now. Thank you. And that was Scott. <laughs> <laughs> See, as an old man, we we do the SPDs. You know, just all of a sudden, everybody goes, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> In like three, <laughs> two, one. It's been a long time since we've done this. I'm not sure I remember what to do. Should I say something funny or witty or? I don't know. Aren't we supposed to be rolling dice or something? Nah. I tell you what. Let's just talk like we did in the old days. It's the 2023 holiday episode this week on the Dungeon Masters Dojo. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Dungeon Masters Dojo podcast. This is a show for game masters and players alike. We hope to bring you tips and tricks to elevate your game and develop the art of dungeon mastery. I'm your host, Louis Aponte, and these are your dungeon masters, Scott Labby and Bill Robitaille. Let's head to the dojo and see what they have in store for us today. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, Lou. Yeah, happy holidays, Scott. everybody. It's um, it's the holidays. Yay! With any luck, flying reindeer won't shit on my windshield. Yeah. Funny you say that. <laughs> Something defecated on my windshield. Wasn't me. I was at work. <laughs> it's not the first time I've been blamed for that. I'm sorry. i got to clarify. Yeah. Uh, we're all a little rusty because we, um, we're not used to any of this anymore. We've been doing so much actual play. Yeah, it's um, it's weird just having three of us, even though three of us is is where where it started. But there's um, four, right? Four empty seats. Yeah, yeah. We're not used to that. It's quiet, abnormally quiet. Abnormally quiet. We have uh, we have some younger people that play with us, and they're exuberant. <laughs> but there's a there's, lot. There's a good, lot of good that comes with this. There's a ton of good that comes from it because more, more alcohol. We're, it's yeah. goddamn annoying. Those freaking kids don't know when the hell to shut up. But that's what tired old men need <laughs> is a bunch of young people around them. I okay. can't drink as much. Sip break. Now that's some holiday spirit. Yeah. So this is our holiday episode. Say Christmas for God damn it. Well, sake. you know, it's not everybody, I guess, 
who listens celebrates Christmas, and that's that's cool. I don't know any other way to say it other than like holiday episode because I don't know any of the nuances to the other holidays that kind of fall around around this time of year. I'll give you that. It's um, slightly different from me, who simply doesn't care about the nuances of. I mean, I I follow what I follow, and I like what I like, and. And everyone else can do the same to their own, but um, I, 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 I just don't care. That's because Scott's the youngest of us. He is, so he's trying to be the most wokest. He, he the he most is, wokest. He, he's That's, the touchy feely guy, um, <laughs> which is concerning. I'm the most touchy feely out of the three of us. Um, so that and not not in a white van, no windows. No, not you know, with puppies yeah. and, and candy kind of way. Oh, he has windows. I have, I have windows. <laughs> And and not like on a list sort of way, um, but I don't know. So when we say at the end like Merry Christmas, we need we mean Merry Christmas, like uh, to everybody, um, even if you don't really celebrate Christmas. But if you don't, um, they still get the day off from work, <laughs> or you get paid time and a half if you are working. But if you don't. Let us know on Facebook what what holidays you do celebrate and what your version of like Merry Christmas is. Like, what is your like uh, holiday salutation? I'm kind of curious. I'm to curious know. too. You know, I don't care. I'd I'd like to know about Three Kings Day and Hanukkah and all that other stuff. That Ka- Kwanzaa. Did I say it right? Or no, I think you did. Kwanzaa. I, I don't know. You not, know, not Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. I, now Bill's I'm now aware. Bill's, now Bill's woke. No, 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 no. <laughs> I am aware. I still don't care, but I'm aware. <laughs> yeah, I'm pissing and, people and, off. And, I know. And, I, I get and, it. And you but. know what? You know it's I, I don't think we're popular enough to be canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's our only saving grace. Or <laughs> <laughs> or we'd be standing in line with Ricky Gervais after that whole Golden Globe oh, thing geez. he did. <laughs> hey, Ricky, I see you're in line again. Yeah, yeah, HR called me down. <laughs> uh, so before... <laughs> before I offend more before, people. Before Bill gets us canceled globally. <laughs> let's talk about shit. Let's talk about, let's talk about shit. Well, Instead I mean, of just we, we, haven't, shit. we haven't done this in a while, and a lot yeah. of it's because we've been doing a lot of actual play. Which I'm having a good time doing. We're having a yeah. blast. Having a and and I, I guess our listeners like it, too, so go figure. Yeah, nobody said bad things to us. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, wait till this episode well, players, but yeah. Yep. At the end of, uh, <laughs> end of December, beginning of January... We'll hear from a few people, I'm sure. <laughs> our number, our numbers plummet to seven. Yeah, seven old cranky guys like Bill. <laughs> so we have actual place. So let's talk about our cast. Yeah, we who, have. Who do we have with us? We have. Well, there's the three of us. Yep. Uh, the miserable old men are there. I know. I can hear the applause. It's faint, but I can. <laughs> I can hear it. Um, it's a we, golf clap. We have. Um, we have some really nice kids. Um, who to, um, you know, most, most people aren't really kids, but to us, because we're old enough to be their parents, older brothers, they're, they're kids. To me, Biden's a kid. (laughs) (laughs) That young whippersnapper, (laughs) Joe Biden. Well, why don't we start with the cast of the Jewel first? Oh, well, Jewel Amashpur, which is going on now, um, our friend Jared is, uh, is playing Moulet uh, very well, I might add. 
and editor Frank, sound effects editor Frank Vieden, is with us playing Coup. And Marcus, who we wanted to introduce you to in an Acorns journey, but uh, we're unable to, but you still heard a little bit of him. And uh, life the, got in the way of that one, as it does um, in the Battle of Birch Grove. So he's uh, Tuco um, in the uh, Jewel of Maj Shapur, and then uh, Rodi Sin. Rodi Sin. <laughs> Rodi Sin is uh, Shin Barskelis uh, in the Jewel of Maj Shapur, and and that's going to wrap up around oh, July. You forgot then? No. I oh, didn't. oh, I'm thinking of Acorn's Journey. Never mind. My bad. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, so that's going to wrap up around July of 2024, uh, somewhere in that neighborhood. And then our second Eve's Watch story is going to launch, and I don't want to—I I don't want to give out too much of it. But we're moving out of Perth and going elsewhere in. In Hymerin, so we're going to go to the big continent, Kern. We're globe setters. Yep, we're bounce, bouncing around as cell swords and mercenaries do. Um, Hell yeah, follow the coin. So we have um, for this this new cast, we have a, we have a few a, a few of the uh, folks you're familiar with, and and some brand spanking new people. Um, so I think we could safely introduce the people and their characters' names. I think we can. Um, I think we can. Of course, there's there's Bill playing Polanchi Lovac, um, and I keep forgetting his first name because everybody calls him Lovac. Yeah, Polanchi. Yep. And uh, Jill, uh, played by by Lou, and then Chelsea, who I've known for a while, has joined us, and you got to hear a little bit of her in the Hawk this past Halloween. Um, so you could get an idea of how that is going to go and play with her. And she's playing Halfrey, a uh, border woman, uh, shield maiden. Um, think landlocked Vikings uh, who live in close proximity to the Bayerakians, Jeel's yep. people. Yep. So there's an interesting dynamic that develops between Jeel and Halfrey. Interesting is a good word. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's a nice neutral word. Yeah, and uh, uh, Frank Vieden is back playing Coup, and Ben, who you remember from An Acorn's Journey, Journey, he played Madry. He's back at the table, and he is playing Kurg, who is a a hobgoblin chef. I know, well, yeah, there's a little more to it than that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He mm. is, um, he is with us again, so you get some of that positive Ben energy at the at the table, <laughs> which is which is always always nice, you know, with his infectious laugh. And then, now you've you've known her for a while. We've um, heard her for a while. We've heard her for a while. Uh, Nova has joined us at the table as a player, and you will remember her from being the opening narrator of An Acorn's Journey. And she is also narrating in um, The Jewel of Mashapur. And you may have caught a glimpse of her character, Ezekiel, 
in the Jewel of Mahashapur at one point in time. Little, quick little cameo. Yes. Um, so she she is with us as well. Mostly doing the narration because she sounds so much better than we do. Yeah. <laughs> um, she does. She does. But she is actually playing this time. She's rolling yep. dice. Relatively new to tabletop yes. RPG. So um, as is Chelsea. Uh, yes, Chelsea's got a little more experience a playing touch. the game. Uh, Nova is a novice. A novice. Uh, no stranger to role playing. It was an odd discussion we had when I <laughs> invited her to join us. <laughs> oh, please! You have to share this. You have to share this. We were coming back from. Recording an Acorns Journey, we a DMD story. We did it all all week in February, and then we did the same thing with um, the Jewel of Mahashapur. But with COVID and everything kind of like all but disappearing, um, we came back for the Monday night game to do um, this this new one. Uh, so we're on our way back, and Bill's Bill's driving, and we're shooting the breeze, and. And I said to Bill, I said, I think I have someone who'd be perfect for doing like the opening narration. And um, so I, I told Bill about about Nova and he's like, okay, cool. I sent her a text kind of out of the blue while we were on our way home. The, the, our rides back from RetroCon, as we call it, are week long. Uh, him and I bounce a gazillion things off of one another. It is probably the most productive time shy of his shower time. Yeah. And which I, I'm sure you've heard a lot of. And and uh, I am fully about. clothed on the ride back. It was I that, insist upon it. Well, it was that state trooper thing that happened a few years back. And well, Bill that was, was like, my this fault. Is the I had end no shirt. It. So, um, so uh, I, I said, I think I'm going to reach out to her. And he's like, okay, cool. So I sent her a text. And I'm like, hey, Nova, what's up? Just wondering, have you ever done any role playing? He sends this off and looks over. Hey, I just sent the text. Oh yeah, what'd you send her? And he reads it back to me. I, I almost rear-ended a semi truck. Going, dude, do you read that carefully again? And I did. And, and you need to add something to that quickly. Yeah, uh, so I, I, I did. I you said, read it through, like, and all of a sudden his eyes got the size of his saucer plates going, oh, crap. <laughs> I, and then I said, like, D&D &D and stuff. Um, and uh, she said, uh, yes. Or no, she said, no, I've never never done any D&D &D stuff, but I've done a lot of role-playing. And then, like, my face got really hot. <laughs> um, I started laughing uncontrollably. So so that's how we ended up. We ended up with uh, with Nova. When I when I approached Chelsea, I was very cautious um, <laughs> about what I say. I said, "Hey, do you, you know something like you want to play D and D with me?" Because really, what what woman could resist that, right? It works so well yeah. Um, yeah. in the seventies and eighties. Yeah, but if you two get for a girl, two this year. <laughs> yeah, doing uh doing pretty good. And then of course Frank's always been with us, and and. Ben really has has too. When we were we were talking about the uh, and and it's Marcus and and Rhodey Sin 
and Jared, it's it's hard for them to get here on Monday nights because it is. there's yeah. their schedules, and, uh, work schedules, yeah, and work, uh, and life commitments and families. And yeah, so so we're like having having these having these two young young girls on the table is great because they bring a they bring a female voice, which I think is important. Well, we've desperately needed for a while. Yeah. Yeah, we we have. It's like I mean, our sausage fests are great and everything like that. But um, you know, we we want you know we want women's voices to be represented at the table because I think it's important because girls play D and D now and they, and don't they definitely to... play characters differently than we would. Yeah, and it's s- a whole perspective thing, yeah, I guess, and, and sometimes very much so the same, which is odd. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, and then. Ben was such a good time to hang out with and, and play games with that we kind of had to have him back because that laugh that you hear throughout all of Acorn's journey, you know, Ben's laughing in the in the corner constantly. Um, it's infectious. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. yeah. It, it, so it's it's a good time. So so that's what that's that's what you have to to look forward to, have to expect. Hey, Game Masters. Are you sick of cliche stories that leave your players falling asleep? Do you suffer from low engagement at your gaming table? Do you struggle with creating interesting plots and engaging NPCs? Do your players laugh at your tiny dice rolls? Well, we can't help you with that one. But we can help you level up your gaming. I'm Aaron. And I'm Josh. We discuss the topics that matter the most when you're being a GM. Be that better map design, telling gripping mysteries, or just not killing off your players in an adversarial way. I mean, yeah. Join us at Level Up Your Gaming, a tabletop RPG podcast, every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. and, And that's where we are up to this point. Right. Now, what can we expect next? Oh, lots, lots of stuff. So much stuff. And well, if you look at the whiteboard over there, that's um, out to 2028. Yeah, it is, isn't it? That's... Yeah, it is. <laughs> yes, we actually have this massive whiteboard in the Lyceum with everything sketched out and the different, you know, episodes that we have up and coming. Uh, what is two trilogies up there? Plus, um, yeah, some other and, stuff and some other stuff as well it's so, so we, far away i can't read it though. <laughs> I, I can't read it either it's it's like what kevin feige does you know that that roadmap only not as cool looking well no 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 so, well we, we don't have the same budget we, yeah no yeah we have uh <laughs> or any interns or even family members that pay attention to us we have dry uh wet erase markers and a borrowed whiteboard kind of budget <laughs> that's where we're at Borrowed as in we stole it from Lou's work. And don't tell anybody. <laughs> Shh. That's what they get for leaving it on the back dock. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think it was in an office, actually. It was my but, office. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, do we need this anymore? No. What should I do with it? I don't care. Oof. Lou well, showed up after working at home for like three years and just walked out with a giant whiteboard. <laughs> and they haven't seen him since. There's, there's Until a we lot need of stuff. something else. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. We we wrapped up recording this um, second Eve's Watch story. Yep. Um, And there's two more in the works. Correct. 
And then um, we we hung out with uh, Jeff Batone from Boldly Go. That was an amazing time. That was, that was a really awesome, good time. Awesome yeah, time. has it that hasn't aired yet? Has it? No, no. Okay, that oh, was yeah. that, that was the only time I would think I was ever kind of party leader. Yeah, it was because we kind of forced it on you. Well, it was the captain. Yeah, yeah. yeah and so yeah. I, I got to say, Scott, who's the captain now? It, it's it's something of a space odyssey. So it, it was a good time. So that's a one shot, uh, two episode one shot, and it's a cool game called Boldly Go. Jeff, Bill met Jeff at Rising Phoenix Game Con, our buddy Scott Legault's convention, and. Jeff graciously agreed to put himself out there and come on the podcast and run a run a game for the three of us and and, and Frank. Yep. yep. And it was a good time. We had we had a blast. It was fun. it was it was a really good time. So we got to find a way to do more of that. Yeah, well, I already talked to Jeff. Oh, oh, geez, he so makes plans upon plans. Yeah, without consulting us first. Uh, we're used to it. I'm not. <laughs> uh, lose, lose a control free. Uh, uh, just let me spread my creative wings, Lou, and, and let me let me soar. I don't want you to fall from that great of a height. <laughs> I just fluff the pillow in my rocking chair and ride it up. Uh, so we got that coming up. We've got our five year anniversary special coming up. Not this year, but next year. Next year. But that's something that requires a lot of plannings and a it lot does. of people. It, it is a monumentous, monumentous, that's not monumental. Right. Monumental, monumental task. Undertaking for a momentous occasion. There you go. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of stuff where we want to take you on on our adventures with us. Um, as long as you'll, you know, keep keep showing up and well, listening. And listening. Well, as long as I got past the introduction of this episode, we should be okay. We <laughs> Lou will edit most of my stuff out. No, he's not editing anything. He's gonna let it all fly. <laughs> our Patreons will love it. Yeah. Speaking of, yes, yeah, our so Patreons are oftenly referred to as executive producers. Producers. So let's let's dabble with that a touch, shall we? Well, let's talk about our executive producers. We- I thought um, in our last recording, um, the a homage to our executive producers was a nice tastefully touch. done. They showed up, and and they showed up in the actual play, and and were and were appropriately badass. So keep your eyes open for Sir oh, Richard, yeah. uh, Sir Michael, Sir Parker, and Sir Michael's son of John. One uh, of my personal favorites. Yes, mine too. Our executive producer, <laughs> well, like Richard, because he's just a, a hard nosed badass, and well, you know what the fuck. <laughs> so, if you want to join Richard, Mike Mahaney, Mike Johnson, and Jared Parker on our executive producer team, we'd love to have you. There's a very good chance that somewhere's in the distant future, or not so distant future. That you will find some NPC that has a extreme likeness to your particular name. Head on over to Patreon. Head on over to Patreon. Five dollars, you know, and uh, five dollars isn't bad. But five dollars goes a long way towards uh, helping us keep the lights on at the Lyceum. It does with it's me because I'm a penny pinching bastard. Well, I mean, if you think about it, you know, it's the podcast hosting. 
the web page hosting, mm-hmm. and everything in between, plus all the equipment. Yeah. Domain name, names. Um, there's security packages that has to go up yeah. on, on top of everything. There's a lot that gets maintained in the background that people aren't aware until they actually start one of these things up and goes, holy crap, look at all the and, stuff I need. And honestly, if you listen to any of the editing, um, you'll notice sound effects and music, and that's beautifully done by Frank, who is... A, a godsend. Uh, he's oh. he's very talented. But all but, those music and sound effect packages cost money. Cost money. Yeah. And so, and a, a lot. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. he hunts deals down. He does a pretty good job. But still. Yeah. There there's money being spent, and we would really love a little support. Yeah. Uh, and every little bit counts. You know, you can buy us a a, a coffee or a sake. A, a sake. We like. That's still up and running. Yep. Buy us a sake. I mean, uh, we've been dry for a while up until today, you know, and... Um, Speak for yourself. And I miss it. I make my own. Um, In the bathtub. Yeah, yeah, that's the sort of shit that'll make you go blind. And it, it a used, um, that's uh, why a used water see. heater. So, <laughs> so buy us... You can always buy us a sake so that we can still see. All of us are wearing glasses. <laughs> Um, I'm not, I don't have glasses. You should. You, be only because glasses. you keep forgetting them in the they're, car. They're on the dashboard <laughs> of his car. Um, and then he so, comes in and complains he doesn't have his glasses. I got to yeah. leave them where I can find them. I have 12 pair around the house. So, yeah, he keeps forgetting them where he puts them. That's, I keep forgetting that I get new ones. Uh, so, any little bit counts, you know, show up to Patreon, um, you know, become become an executive producer. Or you could go over to buy me a coffee there you and go. buy us a sake or a coffee. A, a coffee. Yeah, I, it, as long as you buy us something. <laughs> yeah. And leave a comment. And I think that's what's really important is the comments. This way we know how we are doing, how we are doing, and where our direction should go if that's what the folks want. And if you're happy yeah. with the direction we're going. Mm-hmm. That's great. Although um, our listenership has gone up a bit. It, so I guess it, it we're has. doing something right. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know what. Uh, Why well, it's uh, probably <laughs> probably Frank making us sound like we know what we're doing. Well, um, that that and I'm playing a character that is semi scripted, so I can't go flying off the cuff sometimes. I can. I well, yeah, yeah. Well, I do anyway. You know, it's mosquito net full of mosquitoes. Well, wielding it like a bludgeoning weapon, I guess. Bill's just playing a younger version of himself. Bill's always been fancy. <laughs> little difficult at times so not a huge i wouldn't say it's scripted it's just like it's it's this is the character you said i had to make it's it's bill (laughs) it's it's bill larping basically (laughs) yeah i i can't deny that all right so our actual play yeah right what's the vibe we're going for um there's a lot of things to talk about with, with that right we want when we talked about this the three of us we were like let's you know we got we got that mercer guy with all his professional people and uh i suppose he's all right well i haven't seen a new edition of critical role you know and and box machina so he he's no longer my favorite again um yeah come february he 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 will be but he's uh what do you mean he's your favorite i said he's not anymore what do you mean anymore so that means he was briefly 
We're going to talk about this you know, I've I've never, until I was done my binge. I've never listened to any of his podcasts at all. Oh, I don't listen to any of those. I, I just, just watch Machina, but that's Mercer, about it. Mercer's a good, a good DM, but he's you know he's a professional. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> we are not. Uh, but we wanted this to sound like a radio drama. You know, we're yeah, talking the, to yeah, Frank the old, about the old thirties, forties, fifties yeah. radio dramas, and with sound effects and. And Frank, fortunately, for a radio station way back when, was doing Foley effects. This, so it's not, it's definitely not out of his wheelhouse. It's no. just a little more technical now. This kind of came up out of the out of the blue. I think a couple of Februarys ago. Yeah, a few Feb. Yeah, a yeah, few Februarys and, ago. Um, we were as as we we do. Uh, Lou and I overindulged. <laughs> and Bill was sitting there Laughing looking unimpressed, um, shaking his head as he does when Lou and I over overindulge because there's a lot of shit talking that happens. I do it so. even before you start indulging, so it's just, and uh <laughs> that's my benchmark. And we we're talking about uh doing an actual play and stuff like that and how we wanted it to to be a little different than the ones we've heard because we want it to sound like a radio drama. And Frank's like, I used to work in radio. And um, our eyes lit up. Yeah. I was like, fuck you, Frank. Don't toy with my drunken emotions. And he's like, no, no, no. I I did. Um, I'll edit it. And <laughs> Lou's eyes got so big. And I thought I thought he was gonna pass out from the blood rush to his eyelids. And I swear, every moment afterwards, Frank has regretted. <laughs> and I think he was stone cold sober. But I know he was. You every, see the wines he brings? He was not sober. He, <laughs> compared to the rest of us, I think he may have Well, been. compared he's, to the rest of us. He's regretted it every day. That's one of the fields where I am a professional. So, yeah, he's, he's he, he comes, oh, you have no many, uh, idea how many hours I had to do to add. No, no, we, we, we know. That's why we're letting you do it instead of us. Me we and Frank love used you to be every, friends. <laughs> <laughs> we love him for every moment he puts in, but um, the sympathy level is kind of low. He, yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he'll usually sit down and he'll say, fuck you, Scott. I hate you. Um, that's our love language because he's like, you know how many hours of shattering I had to go through? And I don't shatter. No, but of course not. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> so that's the vibe we're going for. I, and, um, Lou mentioned mentioned this before, you know, for those of you that um really know the rules of D and D. Don't listen to us. Yeah, we're we heavily house rule things. Like cinema's a big deal to us. And the I rule think, of cool is always on the very right. top. Um how but it's awesome. gotta make sense still. It, it, it does. Oh, it yeah, does. Yeah, we're it's, not pulling shit out of our ass. Yeah. Well, we well, try, but we don't get away well, with it. I think we played by the rules for so long, we are able to walk outside of the rules and know where our boundaries should be still. Mm-hmm. So it's not that far of a leap to say somebody's going to do this. And well, somebody that's not that's not well. Just remember, we homebrewed a little bit stuff, so we have this freedom to make our story, whether we're playing on on you know for the podcast or for ourselves. To make our story that much better for us. Well, as an example, um, early on when we were doing, I don't even remember which one we were doing. We were with Jared, and uh, that's I, the jewel. And, and as, as as a paladin, mm-hmm. I was going to use five points 
of laying of hands to cure someone's exhaustion. And he says, it doesn't say that in the book. Or if I can cure disease and cure blindness and cure deafness, why can't I cure exhaustion? Yeah, and it wasn't like it was just one level. Um, right, it was one level of exhaustion. And for us, it makes sense, you know, because Bill's using his divine abilities to do this, and it's not taken away from the game, and it's not breaking the game. I can see if it's going to break the game, yeah. but Bill only yeah, had, I, get I think, what, 10 points at that time? At maybe? that time, yeah, I was yeah, 10 or 15 at the most. It, so, it elevates the yeah. storytelling, yeah. I, I think. And I think the other thing um, I, I want to stress is, We we started playing like the first D and D rule set I played was the chainmail rules and which is pseudo D and D and then the white box stuff. Yep. The first rule set I owned was the red box back in the day, and and we all kind of came up in that. Well, the three of us in that era, and you you had. Either a pamphlet or a sixty-page rule book, so you had to fill in the gaps if you were running a game. You know, you there were make... a lot of gaps. Yeah, there were. There, you know, the rules were loosey goosey. It's hard to go from 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 that, even though that was like forty something years ago. Fifty to even though it was like fifty years ago <laughs> to um, you know uh. A rule for everything, and if there's no rule in there, there it doesn't say you could do it. Then you just you just can't. It's, I think right. it takes away from you know player agency is a big big deal to me, and I think DM agencies equally in important, especially if you know you're really shining the spotlight hard on on the player, you know, and they wanna they wanna do their thing, and their their character wants to do something. Epic. Give them their cinematographic moment. Yep. And if it means you're stepping just a little bit outside the rules or an interpretation of rules is not necessarily exactly the way it's always been, who cares? Right. Give them that moment. As long as it makes sense. If it makes sense and it doesn't break the game, like you said, then then that's ex- let yeah. them run with it. And, and do that in your own games. Yeah. For, for all intents and purposes. Oh, yes. Uh, it, you'll have much more fun, I believe, um, because it's more satisfying when you see the Oh, I can do this, or this is something new I can do. No, um, it, it falls to the game master to yeah. reel it in when it gets a little yeah. carried well, away. What, but when the game master should say, "Hey, this is a house rule. We're going to keep it this way. We're not expanding on it any further. Yeah, you know, right. we're already outside outside of the the hard rule. We're now going into the soft soft area where it's all cinematic. Yep, and yep. and that's as far as we're going. We're not going to make it unnatural, right?" Yeah, and that's a that's a really good point. You know, it's not like okay, this is a hard fast rule now. No, well, I mean, no. if people really think about it, if you're we're, we're going to let it fly this time, and we'll see what the next circuit. It, yeah, it, yeah. It, the it, DMG it, says that you know all rules yeah. they're just guidelines. They're not really hard rules. Yep. But I think a lot of people, when they read something, those are their rules, and they don't realize that the DMG says otherwise. It's just like we're we're doing retrocon this year. Normally. I'm doing um, what? I'm hearing someone's phone go off. That's mine. Oh, okay. I, I'm using uh, was it spell points? Yeah. This year it's in the DMG. Oh, absolutely. But a lot of people just said, "Really?" I said, "Yeah, it's in the DMG." So that spell okay, slots. I've used spell points before. Yeah, but I'm still using spell slots to give more diversity. 
Yep. We're using spell points. Yes. Yeah. I liked it. I actually, mm-hmm. when you said that, I went, ooh, good. I, I can use that. Yeah, and it's good to it's good to kind of exercise those those things and and think outside of the rule set. Well, there's optional rules in the book all over yeah. the place that yeah. most people just go by. I think if you like in DMG, they start at page two seventy, go all the way up to almost page three hundred. There's you know for spell casting, mm-hmm. melee, for everything. Yep. There's a little bit of everything to to change the game. So I like Scott said, explore explore those other things and make some up. Yeah, whatever works for your your group. Uh, once you buy the book, it's no longer property of Wizards of the Coast. It's yours. That's yeah. that's your your D and D game. It's your interpretation of yeah. everything that's there. So all we ask is is I mean, you go ahead and point out uh, all all the rules I fuck up. That's fine because uh, there's a <laughs> there's a ton of them. But if you're gonna do that, um, I mean, you're this is a big commitment because there are a lot of rules that I that I that I fuck up because I just I just don't care. Well, it's not that um, I don't think we care. Is that Bill does this and I do it sometimes. We fall back into second, oh, second edition, edition a lot because we played up until decades, up until 2014. Yeah, when yeah. Fifth edition, when fifth edition came, came out, out. and yeah. it's still a slow transition over. Yeah, we still yeah. Re- our terminology sometimes I, is old school. I still say I rolled a- AC eighteen, and it's, yep. there is no AC. You know, rolling. It's just oh, I rolled a eighteen. Did I hit or miss? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do the same thing yeah. on occasion. On I, occasion. But I, you do it constantly, yeah. Yeah, like fifth edition language is our 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 like second language. You know, it's uh second ed and and before <laughs> is, you know, where our where primary we're primary language. Yeah, that's our proficiency. Um <laughs> but sit sit down and just have a good time and listen. And and enjoy yourself. You know, have a cup of coffee or a beer and relax. Shut your eyes. Sit in the dark. You know, take us along with you on the ride. It's it's for entertainment purposes. Um, but this is how we play the game uh, before microphones and and everything. Um, where we're just we're just we're, sitting we're sharing our experience with you. Our experience yeah. has not changed from the way we play it for Mondays for decades. And decades, um, Mondays, uh, there's been a table at my house I, on, Mon- on Monday since... N- since I had hair. Uh, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. 1974 or five, I started a table. And with the exception of two years of COVID, there's been a game at my house every Monday yeah. Yeah. since then. Yeah, and it's and it hasn't... I mean, the faces have changed because we've had, you know, people come and go. Um, people, except ours. Except ours, yeah. Um, I'm just as beautiful now as I was Yes, you then. are, Bill. But yes. this is what brought us together, too. <laughs> this yeah. is true. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. We would have not have known each other except for this, yeah, if it wasn't for this game. Right. And uh, that's that's the beauty the beauty of it. It's not, the, you know, the rules. It's the it's the sitting at, at a table and camaraderie. Yeah. Having having a good time. Speaking of camaraderie, okay, um, we've made a number of friends over the last several years of uh, of, of this podcast, yeah. uh, and there's friends in the TTRPG community, other podcasts that we've supported and have in turn supported us. We'd like to build a community of friends around us and 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 to move along with us. So let's go over a few of our friends. Yeah, shall talk, we? talk about talk about our pals in the TTRPG community because this is a, a tables a community 
right? We get around the table and we have a good time with our with our our people, and we've met a, some fantastic individuals. I I think we're a better podcast. I think we are it. too, and we've met these people through other connections through that they've reached out to us. We've reached out to them at games referenced from one podcast to another. Hey, by the way, you know, I'm good friends with so-and-so. Have you listened to the podcast? I know the two of you listen to podcasts on a regular basis. My schedule doesn't allow me to do so, but I'm more the control factor. So you guys will show up and go, gee, I listen to so-and-so. Really? What's they're about? Okay, I'll listen to a couple episodes. Eh, or holy crap, I love these guys, or the the voices, or you know. So I'm more the control than anything else. So I'm not the best to judge, but I but I know who my friends are. Yeah, and yeah. and um, there's some old friends there, some brand new friends that we've been fortunate uh, to make, and and who have helped support us. That we've had the opportunity to help, kind of like support them in, yeah. in their endeavors. Why don't you? Go through the well, list. Let, Bill. Let's Talk. start off. Uh, we're just going to rip through the, the the list all the way through, and then we'll we'll kind of go back to it. Uh, we the Fool's Quest. Uh, one of the first people we we reached out to. D twenty to curtain. Love these guys. Roll gay role play. Funny as hell. Uh, Red dirt D and D. Get your western on. I, I get your western right, on, yeah. man. Uh, bartenders. Bartenders. I haven't listened to them. I want to. I've tried to like three or four times, and no sooner do I queue it up, and the wife comes down going, I need a hand with, I think these people are cursed, at least for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, level up your gaming podcast. Have We've had a number of-, of yeah, uh, Very uh, early on. Yes. Very early on, and we've had a number of uh, cross back and forth. Roll Britannia, you guys are fantastic. Uh, Dungeon Radio Hour, another one that I've been trying to listen to, but again, I am cursed. Uh, Geeks can't, fantastic. Old friends, yeah. old From friends. Like and very, it's not very that they beginning. can't; they can. <laughs> uh, Jeff Patone from Boldly Go, one of our newest uh, friends, and hopefully as we move forward, and then someone we've supported a lot um, and has supported us is Scott Legault from Dark Phoenix Events and Rising Phoenix Game Con. Good uh, convention. Milford, Massachusetts, every April. So go this year. Go, we're going to be there. We're going to be there, lock, stock, and barrel, all three of us. Finally, Lou, and Brand Uni from Carnivore Games. We've had we've done a number of online events with him, both with us and other um, other venues as well. So we we've we've built up a a decent list. Let's of not friends. forget Jimmy from, from Splinter the Splinterverse. Oh, Jimmy, yeah, one uh, of the. I think he actually does a better job when it comes to D and D books than D and D does. His books are gorgeous. Yes, absolutely gorgeous. And not just with the artwork, but with the way the content. The, yeah, it's laid oh, out. I mean, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not talking about just. No, the, I'm just the, saying it for the, yeah. for oh, the public. The, the layout, the explanations. Yep. It's like he takes D and D and goes, "Wow, that's not bad. Let's make it." Better and, and, and does. He's nailed it. Yeah. He rolled nailed a, a, it. A, a crit every time. Yep, yep. So yeah, d- thank you, Jimmy, for for everything you've done. We have a, a number of your books, and we do use them. Yeah. So, we, and we're always looking for new friends. We're yeah, you know, we're 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 open. Um, we've had people reach out to us. We've I think the conventions have been relatively fruitful for our group as we've gone to conventions yeah, or bumped into new content. I, I've sat at a number of tables with 
brand new people who are trying to build their own content, build their own games. I know Scott has done the same thing, and we've given them honest critique. Yeah. You know, yeah. I sat at what the last time I went. Uh, unfortunately, neither of you guys could make it to Rise Phoenix. I still went, and Scott legitimately goes, "Here's the guy who's trying to build a game. I'm going to put you on his table." I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, are you punishing me or or what?" He's like, "No, no, no, no. He could benefit from your insight." And sat me at the tables. So I sat at three different tables with brand new content creators, and all three of them goes, uh, "What did you think?" Okay, you want you want me to tell you what you want to hear? You want my honest opinion. And all three of them are taking notes avidly. It's like, I never thought about the layout of my character sheet. Some, that's, it's important. It's very who, who it's thinks simple. about you know, yeah. people don't think no, I think about I think about everything. So I I've given my point of view. Doesn't mean it's right, doesn't mean it's wrong. But I like my gentleman is sitting here along with me. We've been doing this a long freaking time, man. We know what works. Yep. Yeah. And every game we go to, every convention we go to, we we try to make new friends. So hopefully that list by our fifth anniversary will be just a bit longer. Yeah. If you can manage to get out to a convention, especially like these, and the small ones are the ones I really, really like because they you are. can they're, sit. They're and, so personal. Yeah. You could talk to people. You bump into them. Yeah, you know, in the restaurant, you bump into them two or three times in the hallway throughout your stay. Yeah, yeah, um, it, it's a great, it's a great way to go. You know, is these little ones, um, like uh, Carnage. I go to just about every year, and that's where you met Brad, isn't it? That's where I met Brad yeah. and Scott Legault. Oh, okay. As yep. a matter of fact, yeah, um, and uh, we've we've been we've been friends with with both. Brad and and Scott for a number of years. Yeah. A number of years, yeah. Going on, uh, yeah. It was on really early years. on, and and when we started this whole escapade, uh, that we you bumped into two of me. Goes, hey, I met the two coolest guys. We're going to have an interview. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we go to Scott's convention every year. Um, Brad, Brad does our Halloween special every oh. year. Uh, it was just that one time Brad did it, and we're like, "Oh, we gotta have." Oh we yeah, have he's, Brad we're, we're doing and, this again. Yeah, and what a blast! So, go to conventions if you know if you can if you can swing it. You know, you get the time off, you could afford it. But I will tell you that I recently bought, as as we all did, uh, weekend pass to Rising Phoenix Game Con all weekend, Friday, Saturday, yep. Sunday, fifty five bucks. That's not bad. That's not bad. You know, in the yeah. grand grand scheme of convention tickets, right? Because there's someone right. goes high as 75, 80 bucks. But the uh, smaller ones are, are like I said, are more personable. You run into the same people. You go a couple of years in a row, they remember you, you remember yeah. them. And you see a lot of the the players. Excuse me. A lot of the players you remember from tables because yep. they're familiar. It's in their immediate area. This might be the only convention they can make it to. Yep. And yeah. you sit at a table. I sat at a table with a woman who remembered me from two years previous. I sat at a table with you two years ago. I was, you did? What which table? Oh, we were playing so and so. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You were playing the investigator. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's nice to make those kind of connections. Yeah. With with the players, with the vendors. Um, I have a grand time with the vendors. That's how we, you know, Jeff Batone was was touting his book. And I sat there and had a nice, lengthy conversation with him, mostly about you, Scott. 
It's it's one of those <laughs> genres that you are. I was immediately smitten by. Yes, and I had told him straight out, oh. Oh, my, my my buddy in my podcast, uh, he he is going to love your material. And I he did. Is going to love you. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a good time. Man. It was a good it was time. Such a good time with Jeff. Go to your small conventions. Make yeah. one or two. Even if it's even if you can't go the whole weekend, go for the day. Saturday's the big day. Yes, Saturdays are always yeah. the big day. Sundays are good, but they're a little bit shorter. But if you can make take get that Saturday off, go to a game yeah. and enjoy it for the day. Game your ass off. Game your ass off and just just nerd nerd out. Yeah, have it, a good time. Meet phenomenal. some people. It's not even about nerding out. It's about learning. If you're just getting into D and D, it's about learning that a little bit more about that game. Yep. But it's also learning, like me, because I think I'm the most. Out of us three. Oh, you're the purest. I'm the purest. So I have a hard time jumping into anything other. Kicking and screaming every time we jump game systems. But oh my God, when yeah. I do, I'm like, okay, this is not bad. If yeah. it's bad, I'll let you know. But so far, <laughs> it's been good. So go to a convention. Go to Rising Phoenix Game Con if you're in the Massachusetts Th- area. That's a good vibe there. I mean, yeah. they've really done some some good work there. You know, it's, it's really inclusive. It's... Um, it's just it it just feels good going there. There's Every, no gatekeeping uh, none, and, and none, none of it at all. None. Oh, yeah. Um it's diverse. It it's it's and it's fun as hell. And the entire fun. They, the the hotel lets them they decorate the entire place. Yeah. yeah throughout the cool. entire yeah. even the restaurant. Even the restaurant yeah. changes the names the of all yeah. the stuff on their menu to match the con. Didn't which we is have cool. like Griffin Wings or yeah, something? Yeah, we had Griffin Wings at, yeah. at one point. Um I, oh, now all the, the Griffin activists are gonna hate yeah. us now. <laughs> They're gonna be like, you bastards. It was like a that beholder was, burger yeah, or that was something the, yeah, they like that. I had my drink though. I was not happy. But she made me that nice dry martini. I was happy. <laughs> oh geez all right so so thank you guys for th- being supportive yes, thank yes. you thank you all for supporting the conventions thank you for the list of all our friends for supporting and putting up with our freaking ancient asses well that's mostly me and and well, our, no we're all pretty we're, fucking old and Scott, <laughs> I think, like i said scott's we're all over a half a century yeah. and scott's the youngest i'm the youngest yeah he's the kid i'm the youngest old person <laughs> That's quite a title. I um, ran. Out, I'm running out of fingers to count decades. They don't. Yeah, they don't have a a a title for the. Well, actually, I think it's Lich, yes. the <laughs> oldest old person. Yeah, I, I, my birthday has to be counted on an abacus. It's like uh, Vecna, um, cool kid in school, Voldemort, <laughs> Bill, <Upstart. laughs> Keith Richards. God. Don't do that while I'm drinking. Holy shit! Um, and and our <laughs> listeners, uh, thanks for dealing with us. Yeah, like every other Tuesday, again, keep coming back. It's like a you're a glutton for punishment, but we do appreciate yeah, it. We yeah, we really do, and we hope you gain something from all this. Yeah, even even if it's just one little morsel, a giggle, I'll take that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and if it's if you can't if if you can't find the time to game, then you know. If you're just listening to come along on our game with us to kind of keep your you know your foot in the the RPG door, that's awesome. You know we're we're happy we're doing that. Yeah, for you can you. be the sturge on the wall for us. Just you know, kind of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, I like See that. What I did there? That was great. Okay, so 
It is. It's, it, it's, it's Christmas time. time. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <coughs> Holiday time. Oh, I was about to end, do the end, ending thing. Oh, no. no we got there. We got, there there yeah. are gifts to give. Under the tree. I get gifts? I didn't bring anything. Yeah, we're, 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 we're All not right, surprised. roll the music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just freaking selfish bastard. And you better not re gift it this year like you did the last one. <laughs> He forgot to use his rod of remembrance. Because <laughs> Bill had to remind me what we did last year. So I went to, he, oh, yeah. <laughs> so apparently our Christmas gifts to him have been sitting on the shelf or in the closet for the entire yeah, year. Yeah, one of our friends got married, and they're like, hey, this is a cool gift Lou gave me. I'm like, I gave that to Lou on Christmas two years ago, um, but it'll make you look muscular if you wear it, right? <laughs> Clearly, Lou hasn't been wearing it. Well, the captain was swarthy. Yeah. So who wants who wants who wants to go first? We'll let you go first. Uh, I'd say well, Lou's not prepared. Let's make him go first. You sons of bitches! I'll go first. Hold okay. on, I got to dig something out of my backpack. <laughs> he pretends he's not prepared. You can never take him at face value. He's always never trust a man with a full head of hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! They're even wrapped. <laughs> he has tangible gifts. Mine are digital. I know what these are. No, you don't. I don't. This no, I have no idea. They got a little bit of weight to it. Yeah, they do. This smells <laughs> like anthrax. Okay, give them back. <laughs> well, I'll I, snort yours if you don't. I wanted to give something that uh, pretty much, I'm trying to figure out the right way to say it, to show what brought us together. And I figured, what a better way to do this. So I'll let you open them up, then I'll explain what why I thought they were a gift for you. Mine is a box of dust. <laughs> Testicles. <laughs> Come on, you need some. <laughs> oh, Jesus. This looks ominous. <laughs> well, yours is the DMG. Because you're always running a, G, a DM game, or you're always the game master for us. Bill's is the monster manual because he's always creating monsters for us. <laughs> oh, okay. That's why I was, yeah, he's a bit of a monster. <laughs> please, re, please refer to the previous conversation where I was a lich. Well, just, just so people know, these are um, actually. Uh, yeah, these are, these are gorgeous. They're ingots uh, yep. that are from the, they have the um, print of the front cover of the. DMG or the monsters, Much manual. Amazing. yep. You know they they go in a in a set. Uh, there's a set of three. Really, that is actually really cool. The player's handbook, oh, and you have the player's <laughs> handbook for yourself because he's still trying to learn the game. Oh, there's that. There's a back side of it. Okay, so mine says monsters manual. It actually showing a beholder on the front. Wicked teeth. That's gorgeous, and even the back cover with all the eyes looking over his shoulder and a little stand that comes along with it. How about yours there, buddy? Uh, mine has a relief of Bill in a horned helmet. <laughs> on it. There is a likeness, yeah. isn't there? It, it's, it's, it is super cool. They are real. This is going to look nice in the cabinet behind me. Supposedly there was only 10,000 made of these. Only, yeah. Yeah, so I figured, well. Yeah, first run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Limited to 9,995 worldwide, heavily embossed, designed, individual, numbered, 
display stand included. Is there a number out there? I didn't see the number. There is a number. Mine is 5,945. Printed somewhere in the middle. It's on the very top of the back. 5,831. Hey, his is newer than mine. It's because he's younger. Yeah, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll let that slide. Youngest but old I, person. I figured what a better way to show what brought us together. You know, th- this is awesome. Yeah. Thank you very, very yeah, much. Yeah, this is, I don't want to cry, but this is. <laughs> well, you are the most touchy-feely of the I group am, of us. I am, this is, this is very nice. Thank you very much. I will yeah. cherish this. This is awesome. Well, Merry Christmas. Thank you. Or Happy Holidays if you're in Scott's camp. All right, your turn, buddy. <laughs> All right, I, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to. Um, first, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give Bill his gift, but I, I want to give Before you a I little, fall asleep, a little context. Saying? Okay. Do you remember that time I cleaned the Lyceum stairs with Pledge, and you slipped and fell down all 347 of them because you had only socks on your feet? Remember that? I remember the 179 uh, verbal. Um, exclamations as he was going down. As yeah. I was going it down, was, he, he was he was, and at no point did I use the Bill Murray term "my shoe." <laughs> but there were a lot of other terms. Oh, that we, there um, was stuff that would burn a hag's ears off. Or, or that time me and Lou were teaching ourselves karate in the living room and knocked over your favorite lamp and broke the genie bottle and knocked over the cage with the gremlins in them and they all got out. You remember that time? Vividly. Yeah. Vividly. Or or that time I said I made tacos but really got them from the convenience store and everyone had the runs because we're old. Remember? Okay, almost everything gives me the runs, yeah. but that's okay. I You were you were you were pretty upset. Yeah. Like all those times. Every every single one. And uh and, and you raised your voice. You I, yelled and, 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 and grumbled like an angry honey badger. You were you were pretty upset. So mm. I got I got this for you, and it's called the curmudgeon cudgel, or the curmudgeon, <laughs> uh, for short, right? Oh, what, what was that again for short? The, the curmudgeon. <laughs> yeah. I think so I'm going to like this. It's, 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 it's about a foot long. Yep. You know, so you could, you could carry it with you. Um, just a round, very simple wooden shaft with a, a nice smiley face. And gold inlay on it. Now, when the owner gets cranky, that's you. The smiley face turns into a frowny face and says, I don't think we'll ever see a smiley face. It says somebody needs to turn that frown upside down. <laughs> um, so that's how you know it's coming. So there's four settings that it runs through. You can't set them yourself. It just oh. it, it runs through. With the intensity of the the curmudgeonness you know it, it goes up so the first one i'm gonna burn out high in no time at all your the four settings you got fred rogers <laughs> bob ross lavar burton and mo howard okay so when when you really start ramping up in the early stages of of, of cranky and you know how you accelerate pretty fast yeah yeah, yeah i mean you like a you lamborghini just do, yeah just take right off um, Mr. Rogers will sing a song and encourage you to put on a sweater or some other comfy clothes, and I'll kind of help you a little bit. I do I, like slippers. Won't you be my neighbor? Yep. <laughs> um, 
Then uh well, Chubby, my Nazgul. Then uh uh if that doesn't work, and I don't know how it possibly couldn't, but if that doesn't work, then Bob Ross will talk to you in a soothing voice and say things about happy accidents. Like when you fell down down uh, the stairs. Nothing happened <coughs> about that accident. Um if you if, left the fourteen bottles of lemon pledge at the bottom and I landed on them. Like like bowling pins. <laughs> And Lou laughed. That was Lou that, that was, was laughing. That was my happy moment. That was... Um, He's screaming, pick up the split. <laughs> now, I thought he said, holy shit, his hip. <laughs> now, if 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 Bob Ross and, and, and Fred Rogers don't do the trick, now LeVar Burton's going to read you a nice story. The man's a national treasure. So it'll just come from the back. Does it emanate a rainbow as well? It does. Just like that. Uh. Um, and that should do it. But if but if it it doesn't, and we're going to like DEFCON 5, if these fail to soothe the curmudgeon, a.k.a. Bill, <laughs> the cudgel will go into Mo Howard's setting and begin poking you in the eyes and hitting you over the head and, until you until you chill out. <laughs> Similar to my wife. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you like it? No. It just makes me more angry. Merry Christmas! <laughs> Keep it with you in your pocket, especially when you're it's around me. It's a foot long. The, it's a, <laughs> I have deep pockets. You know how many worthers I can get into a pocket? I have to have a hand sew these things. It's a lot. He gets the bags at Costco, puts the whole thing in his pocket. It's in one side. I, I have like those Canadian mints in the other ones. You know the pink ones? They're always using in a crystal bowl in your grandmother's. Yeah, it tastes like Pepto-Bismol almost. Yeah, yeah, just like. Yeah, that's the other pocket. Um. So Bill loves his gift, Lou, and I know you're going to like I'm, this. I'm ecstatic. I can't wait to see what Lou gets. Let's see it. All right. So I'm gonna set it up for you like like I did for Bill because these are these are from the heart. Okay, uh, and I spent a lot of time I spent a lot of time shopping. Some Asian man tried to sell me like a little fuzzy thing, told me not to feed it after midnight, put it in water. I'm not falling for that one again because that was the other time. I would yeah, have taken Bill, that, Bill. Uh, I know, <laughs> and bred them. I know. Never um, get what I want. You know how we argue, Lou, even even when I'm right, which is most of the time. No, we don't. And <laughs> well, if I got an item for you, <laughs> this is going to fix all of that. Imagine a world. <laughs> I guess I could have saved a lot of money if I just just did that. Imagine a world where we get along all the time. It's only imagination. Where I don't lock myself in the bathroom after an argument and you don't have to coax me out while talking to me through a locked door. Sounds pretty good, right? Does sound pretty yeah, good. It does. It does. This is the worried. disagreeable. The disagreeable <laughs> is gonna solve all these problems. All right. So you can carry this with you at all times because it's only the size of a baseball. So you can put it in your pocket. Look okay. like you got like a testicle problem. Um, probably I can sew in new pockets for you. Trust me, it's you easy. Probably don't want to do that because it's made out of glass, so it's a little glass sphere. So, but it's very nice. 
very durable too. See how the smoky blue swirls in there? Isn't that? It looks very that's nice. nice, right? Very it's, calming. It's soothing. Yes. It might even work with Bill if you hold it up. You know, if you know before he gets to Mo Howard, right? Um, whenever it senses the owner being disagreeable, the disagreeable begins to sing in a soft angelic voice. Isn't that nice? To soothe the disagreeable individual, that would be you, Lou. I'd never disagree. And then, and then images of pleasant swirling colors and angelic ghostly beings dancing around will be in there. It's gonna be. It's nice. It's really nice. It's like one of those phone apps, but way better. Okay. Right. Shaking if, it. If after <laughs> the the angelic beings don't have to, don't tap Probably on it or not. shake it. Probably not. Definitely not. Maybe later. <laughs> if. After two rounds of the singing, the disagreeable individual continues to be disagreeable. The disagreeable changes tactics, right? It's good. This is like like a smartphone, only better. It's like a smart ball. The pleasant, angelic singing will transform into Roseanne singing the national anthem while Steve Buscemi (laughs) dances wearing nothing but a fig leaf. (laughs) <laughs> this should terrify the disagreeable individual into agreeability. I know it sounds harsh, but really, this this will, is harsh. This will work. I don't ever think I want to get to that stage. Yeah. Um, I don't think you have anything wrong with Roseanne Barr. Yeah, that's just a, a, a DC thirteen wisdom save. If I can you make choose that all day. not to be soothed, wisdom DC save at disadvantage. However, for Roseanne and Steve, at disadvantage. Yeah. Do you like it? I like it. Tink, tink, tink. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much, Scott. You're welcome. Merry Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Well, those are beautiful gifts. Ooh, let's see what we got here. Well, (laughs) I don't know if it's going to be as delightful as what I've seen so far, but I'm going to hand each of you a scroll. And on the scroll, there is a ritualistic spell. I'll read it through as we go through. You can follow along with me. I have given you the scroll to summon spirit of wisdom. (laughs) This magical incantation is commonly used when there is a seemingly easy and mundane task job or skill that rapidly becomes problematic, eventually showing... That is beyond the abilities of the caster or any other individual in the immediate area. For instance, your portcullis is stuck and no one seems to be able to get it to move. Or the trebuchet keeps firing to the right despite the continuous adjustments. Maybe there's a squeak that has developed in your master's plate mail armor, but the source eludes any that seek it out. I could have used this when I was trying to get these headphones yes, to work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you could have. Well, now you have this scroll for just such occasions, and all you have to do is summon the Spirit of Wisdom. So let's get into some particulars, shall we? This is a level six spell, but gaming as long as both of you have, this should be easily obtainable. The casting time is 10 minutes because it is a ritualistic spell. The range and or area of effect is 90 feet. The components, verbal meaning you're actually talking to yourself, building the will to cast the summons. Semantics, the act of using some device or persons to enact the summoning, reaching out for the spirit. And material, 
the device, object, or machine to be affected by the spell and some form of refined imbibable spirits. The duration is 1d4 hours. The school, of course, is conjuration. The attack save, there isn't any. And the damage effect, well, of course, is summoning. So, what happens when you cast this spell? You call forth a being resembling an elderly dwarf, <laughs> start, <laughs> start. <laughs> You're turning purple. <laughs> you call forth a being resembling an elderly dwarf, stout, taciturn, and sporting a scruffy but pronounced beard of white, who seems to be in a bad mood all the time. And manifest in an unoccupied space next to you, but the spirit may insist you move to one side for no apparent reason. This <laughs> I'm trying to read here, and you're uncontrollably laughing. <clears throat> this very corporeal form in gameplay would use the fiendish spirit spirit test stat block. I can't even read. The spirit disappears when the task it was summoned for is completed and you have provided it with the required material component. Uh, this creature is an ally to you and your components, even when it's berating you for the messed up attempts concerning the reason for its summoning. It takes its turn immediately after the problem is explained, paying no attention to any other individual's initiative it vaguely pays attention to your verbal commands. Um, in parentheses, no action by you or anyone else is even acknowledged. Armor class is a 12. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm okay. <laughs> I've summoned this dwarf on numerous <laughs> occasions. <laughs> Armor class is 12, plus the defense of any apparatus or workings the spirit has climbed under or into. Hit points are 50 plus 15 points for each adult beverage it is imbibed just before you summoned it. Speed varies depending on how the, uh, air quotes, old magic knee feels that day. Uh, start with a base of 20 and hope for the best. Strength, not bad. Uh, dex, varies. Con, surprisingly high. Intelligence, well, it depends on who you ask. Wisdom, uh, 20. Duh. And charisma, decent for an old spirit. It has damage resistance to slashing, uh, verbal attacks, and poison. Parentheses, alcoholic beverages. This spirit can be summoned as many times a year, equal to the years you have known of its existence. Ooh, that's a long time. But I do yeah. see one problem with this. Yes, sir. The 10 minutes, Scott's going to have a hard time. <laughs> 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 well, I didn't say concentration would not be easy, but so I, I, I impart upon you the spell, the summoning of the spirit of wisdom to handle any problems you have in the foreseeable future. This is awesome. Yeah, I need an oil change. <laughs> <laughs> Again? <laughs> Maybe some breaks. We've done that before, too. I think this is going to call for another drink. <laughs> With some of the old bastard. <laughs> I think the casting time might be shorter than usual. <laughs> oh, shit. 
So there, gentlemen, is our, once again, our magic item exchange for the holidays. Use it wisely, Scott. I always do. <laughs> Anything under 10 minutes is wise. <laughs> He's even been told by his significant other, why don't you um, just summon the spirit of wisdom? <laughs> Genius right there. <laughs> I'm going to wear that scroll out. Yeah, you, you probably got a few more uses out of that scroll yeah. than, than Lou might. <laughs> you were using it right along and never knew it. Yeah. It's the shrine I had in the backyard. <laughs> Just stacked up a whole bunch of stuff that predates 1940. <laughs> And pour liquor over and it. Pour liquor over it. Set it ablaze. <laughs> Some of the material components were uh, consumed in the casting. Well, should we get a little bit more spiritual components? I, yeah. I, I yeah. If if you're gonna, well, if you're gonna me, talk, I'm gonna go get the. Well, the we components. should just let, well, let's wrap it up. <clears throat> I think people are done uh, listening to listening our sorry to asses. Like, where's where's the game? Oh. Oh, I'm sick of listening to these old farts talk. I forgot that we were doing a game already. Yeah. <laughs> I ahead. thought we were back to this. Although it's going to probably take me 10 minutes, 10, 10 minutes just to figure it out, how to use this board again. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, yeah, the, the, well, the settings are a little bit different for when we do this versus when we're doing our actual play. Yeah, so. The actual play was a lot easier to set up. Scott was right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that too don't, often. I was going to say that. The disagreeable's already the working. The disagreeable's already working. Holy crap. Oh. Well, gentlemen, I, I personally want to thank each of you for uh, the the time that we've put into this, the time we've spent together. Uh, it's been a, a glorious ride we, uh, that will continue until one of us fall dead. Let's probably be Scott because I'm going to live forever. Um <laughs> Strong possibility. <laughs> <laughs> if only they knew. <laughs> they may. <laughs> Let's not go there, please. <laughs> we'll make we'll make we'll make loose. We'll cry just a little bit. Yeah. We don't want that right now. No. Bill does. I don't. I, I, I just want the body afterwards. And that's our twenty twenty three holiday <laughs> episode. We'll see you next time in the dojo. That's going to conclude this episode. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Please subscribe to the podcast for more great content. If you'd like to hear a particular topic, you can reach us out on Facebook at the Dungeon Masters Dojo. Or you can drop us an email at the Dungeon Masters Dojo at gmail.com. Thank you and have a good day.